Stephanie, in your past life, <laughs> this is a pre-COVID or PP, mm-hmm. pre-pandemic, right? You were a yep. travel agent for about That's eight right. years. How did you get into that line of work in the, in the first place? Was it because of a love of travel? Oh, yes, definitely. Definitely a love for travel. Um, prior to that, I was actually in the hotel line. Mm, so what kind of F&B. I was in the F&B right yeah I was along um, erratic no weekends not much holidays did you train so, for that uh, yeah yes right. I did yeah um, so when children came along I sort of thought that a 9 to 5 would be more ideal for me mm-hmm. although I love F&B but uh, it was more ideal with kids so I got into this, um, actually, I wasn't, I didn't get into it because I wanted to, it was just a job that was available during that time, Right. Mm-hmm. you know, but uh, after I went into, travel ag- into the travel agency, I realized that it was something that I enjoyed doing, you know, um, and it was something that I could do because I did love traveling. But what was it specifically though that yeah. you, you went, wow, I like this now? The traveling, the traveling part, definitely. Right, right. It was only actually when I joined the travel agency that I started traveling quite a bit. Ah. And yeah, and that was when I realized that this is something I could do, you know. Wait, so and, your boring um, job that was available to you at that time because you needed a nine to five, a more practical job because you have kids, was the mm. very thing that sparked your love of traveling. <laughs> Absolutely. I love it. I love it. Absolutely. Yes. It's like falling in love Definitely. with your best friend. Well, no. Uh, okay, no, yeah. Sure. <laughs> okay, yeah, go with that. Yeah, okay. okay. Yeah. All right, yeah, so yeah, yeah, so exactly. do you remember the first ever trip that you made that you were just like, oh my gosh, why have I never done this before? Like, did you ever have one of those um, moments? Yeah, I think, you know, I always wanted to um, travel far. And it didn't look, you know, back then I was I was a single mom, so it wasn't really something feasible, or rather I didn't think that it was, you know, we didn't know that at some point travel was going to be so affordable to everyone. Mm. And when I first went on, I think the first long haul I did was probably to the US, I think. And it was like, um, okay, I never ever thought that I would do this. I would never ever... Yeah. Imagine so you like, know, hey, you had a coming America, to America moment. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Wow. So it was um it made me realize that hey, I could do this, you know? Mm. <laughs> and you paid at the same time. That's always nice, right? That's a yeah. nice bonus on side. So exactly. how, how old were your kids when you became a travel agent or started working in eight? Um I think my younger one was about four or five, I think. Okay. Yeah, so And your older um, one would have been? Uh, she's three years older than this, yes, right, the right. younger one. Okay. So yeah, he was. She would, They were. They were very young. Right. They were very very young. Yeah. Did you take them traveling with you? Um. Yeah. As much as I could. Yes. Not for work, but um. Yeah. In between, you know, when I got my time off, yes. I always thought that that would be an eye opener for them as well to see people from different walks of life, how they live. You know, the rich, the poor, the. So they've become fairly savvy travelers over the years, mm-hmm. you know. I go nowadays when I travel, I don't arrange things. They do the arranging. All right. <laughs> nice. They love yeah. to mom. But when you travel yeah. as a travel agent, right? I mean, how how different is it? I mean, you, you said you travel for work. What does that mean? Yeah. Okay. Um, we worked a lot with ca- corporate clients at that time. So 
it was more like a postman job, you know. I just lead a group and uh, I take them over and hand them over to the local agent and then... Also, after that, you're free. Holiday, <laughs> you're kind of... You're just like management to make sure everything goes well. But other than that, yeah. Why did I not know <laughs> about this job? Not this? <laughs> oh my goodness. Man. Right. <laughs> Quite fun, right? <laughs> I, I, I feel like somehow I got cheated, but never mind. This felt a little stab somewhere. Like, I know. Ow. It's like I would arrive at the place and still have to continue to work to earn I my know, money, right? right? This woman just like, that's it. I got a holiday and I'm being paid. Okay. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, seriously. And especially when you go and there are no problems, then it's really, really like... Oh, but are, are, are there problems or sometimes? Oh, definitely. I mean, when you're dealing with people, I think... Um, I think the biggest problems people have in jobs is like when you're dealing with another human being and when you're dealing with maybe 80, 100 human beings, it's not easy. What know? was your worst it, nightmare that happened? Um, I don't think I ever came across one that was significantly scary that has scarred me, you know, but... Was that um, one that was ex- extra memorable though? Hmm... Um, like cancellations maybe <laughs> okay well that's just really boring <laughs> okay yeah. it seems you're blessed in med- girlfriend yeah, your yeah. angels are looking out for you okay so what oh, definitely, about definitely definitely what about your kids you know did you do you have any sort of memorable trips that you went on with them as a result of the job you were doing at that point and you being able to take the kind of holiday that you could with them did you have do you have a special memorable trip no i think every trip was then was memorable because i traveled quite a bit for work at the, the first at least the first year that i started working in the travel agency um i traveled a lot so every holiday that i had with them was like stolen moments i would say you know i didn't get much of it in the earlier days when i started working with the company but uh after about a couple of years with that company i branched off on my own um, my uncle started up this company, so we were doing it on our own. So I had a lot more free time after that. You know, I didn't need to lead groups anymore. So I merely just arranged it from my end. And um, so once they're off, then I'm kind of free. So it gave me a lot more time to spend with them, traveling with them, with my family, with the kids and all. Um, I do maybe I think the most memorable one would have been the one we took probably just a couple of years back where we went to Disney World. Wow. Fun. Yeah, I mean, it's like a dream because it, I mean, I wanted to take the kids to Disney World since, I think since I started, you know, working in the travel mm. line and the kids were really small at that time. But we never got the opportunity to and a couple of years back we did that and I think that was... Was it everything you thought it would be? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Even more, I think, because now that they're grown up, we share interests that's probably different. You know, when you travel with kids when they're young, it's different because I think you are still more a mother. Mm. You know, first and foremost, you're worried about them. and But when they're big, like now they are, you don't worry about them. You worry about yourself. <laughs> and they take care of you in return. <laughs> so How old good. are they now? <laughs> uh, my elder one is 20. Right. Uh, Isabel's 20 and Marcus is 17. Wow, all grown up. Wow. wow. Yeah. Okay. So, yes. <laughs> well, mm. okay. Well, so you started off the business then, the, the sort of your business with your uncle. Mm-hmm. And that was how long ago? Uh, we started this up in 2008, I think. Right. 2008, yeah. 
All right. So, so the first year he was running it more on his own then um, because I was with another company mm-hmm. and then I quit and I joined him. Right. And was he yeah. happy about you taking over or was he quite... Oh, absolutely, I think. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think so, yeah. So, you know, Daphne, I think it's safe to say that, your, you know, your business was in one of the worst industries to be hit by the pandemic. Um, Definitely. So tell us what happened to yours and your uncle's business. Um, when the pandemic, when it first hit China, we I don't think we saw it as a pandemic, not not the world. You know, we just saw it as it's just a flu. That's what everyone said. You know, yeah. it'll pass. For everyone, it will pass, you know. And when it hit our shores, that was when it started getting a little worrying. But even then, before they declared it a pandemic, we still thought that it would pass, you know. And so we hung on to it for a while more. And then the lockdown happened. And when the lockdown happened, we still thought that, you know, maybe in six months they'll recover, you know, they'll come up with something and we'll just get on with life. And But a couple of months into it, into our lockdown, we realized that it wasn't going to get any better. Mm-hmm. You know, if anything, it would actually escalate to getting worse. So um, we we didn't actually make a decision to formally close it. But we just kind of left it for a while to see how soon or if at all possible that the industry could recover. Um, but at this point, it doesn't... In fact, when I started off Kitchen Tales, it didn't look like it was going to recover anytime soon. So that's why I had to start looking at other possible options for myself. Right. Yeah. So, so it's not sort of formally closed. It's just closed until a point on hiatus. On hiatus, that's a good word. Yeah, that's right. right. That's okay. right. Yeah, that's mm. true. Correct. So, so, how did that impact you and your kids? Though, I mean, you're a single mom. Yes, they're mm. they're grow they're they're grown up. They're big, but you know, financially, how did it affect yeah. you? How did it affect you as it's, a family? It's tough. It's very tough. I mean, you've got to start cutting corners because um, I think finances is one of the biggest you know, problems that people have been facing, not just me. I mean, I think there are lots of other people who have it worse off, but um, I've got very strong family support, you know, from immediate family, secondary, and, you know, so I think that helps with both the mental state, the financial state, you know, it it does help. Um, Parents are still around, got sister, brothers, you know, aunts and uncles. So I think that that has helped tremendously throughout this pandemic. Um, I don't think the children feel it that much, not so much, uh, you know, that because I think partly they don't get to go out. So yeah. not going out means not spending very much at all anyway. Right. You know, it's not like before where they could actually go out and hang out with friends and they need money. So I don't think they feel it that much. But what about but, their study plans? I mean, like your, your daughter's 20, yeah. your son's 17. Yeah, she's in she's in college right now. So yes, it is tough. But um, I guess we just go along for now and see mm-hmm. how it goes. Like, you know, mm. it, it's not easy. It's not easy. Um, so that's why I had to think of something to bring in at least enough mm. for our, yeah for now for the time being yeah so your initial sort of line of work fmb you know completely mm. goes with travel which was the second <laughs> thing that you did right <laughs> yeah. but how yeah. much of a leap though was it for you to go from travel agent to pop-up chef in 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 terms of your current business well um cooking and baking has been something that i've done all throughout you know it was always mostly for family but 
it has always been something that I enjoyed doing, cooking, baking. So it's like, you know, my family's quite big. My parent, my mom has got seven other siblings, six other siblings right now. Boy. So, yeah, yeah. We Grandma come was very, busy. Very, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, very. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I mean, we, for this pandemic, we used to gather every single weekend. I mean, her siblings and whoever's around, you know, so like 16, 20 of us every Sunday. And it was always fun because I got to experiment with different things, different cooking, different baking, you know, but it was always just for the family. Mm. And when this, when when the pandemic hit, it was my family actually, the extended ones as well, who encouraged me to go in this direction. They said that, you know, why not do something with it, you know? Because other so people are doing it also in a way, right? Uh, correct, exactly. Everyone was doing it. Everyone who wasn't even able to cook was doing it. And mm. I would think that many people actually nailed it, you know, one way or another. Mm. Yeah, but I mean, like, at one so, point for you, because we were, re- I remember reading up on how bad things were all in different parts of Malaysia. And then, because you're based in Klang, though, right? Yeah. It was, yeah. was it tough running this business out of Klang? I mean, like, because it was a red zone for the longest time. Oh, definitely it was. Um, initially, it, it was because I think people are a little bit more skeptical as well with anything that's home-based. I think uh, it was a new thing for everyone involved, I think. You know, mm. people were, I mean, buying things from home was not something of a norm before. Yeah. yeah. And all of a sudden, you've got your Facebook like spamming you with home bakers and home cooks and yeah. everything was home. Yeah. yeah, you know, every time you open your Facebook, it's like a string of people trying to sell things. Mm. And uh, it was difficult because being based in Klang, number one, people still tend to think Klangites live on trees, you know? <laughs> I, I, I just, don't know, maybe you think that, J.D., are you laughing because no, of that? No, no. <laughs> I, 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 I think I, I live on trees, don't you? No, I don't. I'm just saying because Klang is really far. No, I think people, you know, I don't think yeah. it's so much of live in trees. I think it's more you need your passport. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's yeah. more distance. It's so far, you know. Because people oh, are running like, people are quite near like, <laughs> Klang is so I far. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, fair enough because when people tell me Chiras, what Chiras? Exactly, <laughs> see, exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, um, yeah, in, it, it was tough because not so much that, but because a lot of people have that idea, you know, Klang is so far, you know, why mm. wouldn't I order something from Subang or, mm. you know, I'm more familiar with that zone anyway, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, so in a way, it was good because all of a sudden you see, oh, Klang. You know, like my sister, sometimes she goes through Facebook. Oh, you know what? This seller's from Klang. <laughs> right, right. Okay. It's like, oh, okay. They have people from Klang selling things too. <laughs> you know, wow. Also, Klangites connected, I suppose, in a way. Kind of, I think. Kind mm, of, right. yeah. So, you know, but it's not so easy because, like you said, most people are based in KL and yeah. PJ and Subang and... Yeah. Maybe they think Plank is not so accessible. My my so complaint, yeah. My complaint is yeah. that uh, a lot of the most delicious things I've seen are from far out places like Klang which that's is very true, frustrating because where that's I live true. is far out but the other side so <laughs> it'd be like the cost of the grab or whatever delivery service it would be to, to get it to my place <laughs> is like pleasure. triple it's triple <laughs> the actual cost <laughs> of the thing that I'm like I cannot but you uh, do you find that it's because Malaysians we love food so much because we can't travel to uh, the place that we want to eat do you find that hey people at some point were willing to pay to get it sent over to yes. them even if it was yeah. far that's what I noticed yes yes people are willing to pay to get things sent to them 
of course, it's a love for food. Um, when you're locked down, you don't have much of a choice. Yes. So yeah, <laughs> and also it's a smart thing, like with neighbors and stuff. If you order in bulk enough, because that's what we're doing in our neighborhood, we'll get a message in the group mm-hmm. WhatsApp: Who wants to eat this? Correct, so we yeah. order enough that it's worthwhile, right? Yeah. So it just brings out that. So let me ask you: Did you actually have specific training in terms of chefing, or is this just like something that you love doing? Um, I did. Uh, there was a semester, a year, the first year when I did my um, studies that we did do, uh, it was culinary arts the first year. Right. But it was just very basic. Boil um, okay. kettle, boil egg. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah sort of that, you know, how to cut things. And okay. It was very, very basic. Right. So, But I I think it was from there that I realized that I yeah, kind of enjoy cooking. You know, it's not such a bad thing after all. Right. So yeah, so, you've got a very varied pop-up menu. How do you decide what to make? Uh, do your kids help you out with the cooking and baking? Like, tell us how it works. <laughs> no, they don't help me out with the cooking. And Children, baking. help your mother. Um, What's wrong with you? Can they cook? I think you need to just like push them around a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Can they cook? Twenty euro. Um. Very basic. My son he dabbles in things sometimes, but uh, yeah, I guess they can cook for themselves. Mm. Once in a while, he does burgers and stuff like that for us. Yeah. Daphne, um, the threat mm. of turning off the Wi-Fi will motivate anyone <laughs> of any age. Let me just tell you. So I've heard. <laughs> I would suggest before. mother to mother, you try that. 20-year-old, <laughs> try. Yeah. Uh, anyway, sorry, what were you saying? 4G. Uh, They'll just bounce onto the 4G and tell you, okay, turn off your Wi-Fi, go ahead. That's the thing about having smart kids. Oh my God, yeah. Just take it away. Yeah. Just make it, lose it, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, okay, so um, your kids don't often help you. That's a shame. So you're uh, no. really a one-woman show. Kind of. Okay, I've got my sister who helps me out. Uh, not with the baking, not with the buying, not with the baking, but um, my mom and my sister helps me with the packaging. Okay. Yeah, and my sister is the one who more often than not comes up with ideas of what. Right. What oh. are we going to do? Yeah. So she's your R&D kind of uh, brainstormer. Yeah, kind of, yeah, kind of. She'll look through Facebook and see what people are selling and, you know, what we could put out differently from other people. Yeah, so she's the one doing that. But where do the tales come from? Does everything that you make have a little story behind them? Okay, originally, right, uh, we came up with this name. Actually, it's the brainchild of one of my cousins. It was not for us to sell things. Kitchen Tales was supposed to be a site for me to just post the things that we did. So you see the tagline was stories from my kitchen? Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it was originally supposed to be that where uh, I was just going to post things to tell people what I did, mm. you know. That was the original plan. And right. um, when I started doing that, I got people PMing me to ask, do you actually sell this? Or, you know, so that was when we gravitated towards maybe we can actually sell our things. Ever the entrepreneur is right? Yeah. Hey, got money in this. Can't get the asking. <laughs> yeah. Got demand. <laughs> uh, can do supply. Okay. <laughs> Don't worry about how to do yeah. it first. Yes, I can. We'll sell figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Okay, so, so yeah, so it started off that way actually. But but your your spelling of this is is quite interesting. Do you want to tell us about that? Yeah. The C H E R N is actually my part of my Chinese name. My name is Daphne Lim Fei Chen, so oh. the Chen is C H E R N. So it's Kitchen Tales. Yeah, that's right. So it was like my stories, you know. 
Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Now that's cute. Mm. I like that. Yeah. Okay. Right. I like the fact that you have a tail about your tail. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Um. So Daphne, I don't know if you are aware, um, but when we have a guest like you on our free plug Friday slot, we, or rather, should I say, JD over there, creates a free plug for you to use. So take a Ooh. listen to this. Now, because it's all about tails, we made it slightly fantastical. So check it out. A long time ago in a land far, far away. In Glang. Um, yes, lived a powerful sorceress who could take simple ingredients and make amazing desserts out of them. In Glang. Oh my God, enough. Anyway, from salted caramel chocolate and lemon curd tartlets to carrot cakes and assorted nuts, Daphne has got the perfect sweet treats for you, all homemade with love. So to order, WhatsApp Kids Turn Tales at 017-285-6733. That's 017-285-6733. Or can slide her a DM on her Instagram, Kids Turn Tales. That's K-I-T-C-H-E-R-N-T-A-L-E-S. And they also do deliveries, so you're all... Sorted in clang. Oh, enough! <laughs> <laughs> in clang. <laughs> we didn't want you to get sued, so we thought if we had clang enough times, people would know. You know, they couldn't order yeah. from Penang. And I had to keep going. Yes. Clang. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry for those who didn't quite catch the clang. No, but you know what? You can you can use that for for your uh, for your social media pages, whatever it is, as long as you can get the oh, word out. Because awesome. yeah, I tell yeah. you what, I've been on your Instagram page. All the food looks great. I oh, am going to be ordering. Thank you. I'm just like waiting because your last post is saying that for this next week, this week, I don't know whether you are enjoying your recipes, but you can't order. Like she's closed the kitchen for this one week, so I was going to go, Daphne. <laughs> When are you opening? So, yes, I can't wait to order. Your stuff looks amazing. Thank you. So, once again, for people who miss it, how do people order your amazing food? Okay. um, Like you said, it's either through WhatsApp. uh, They can do it through DMing me on Instagram or on Facebook as well. Facebook has the same... um, It's Kitchen Tales as well. Okay. Uh, So, these are the main three methods of uh, ordering. For now, and that's kitchen c h e r n kitchen tales in clang in clang in clang. <laughs> well, thank you, Daphne. <laughs> thank you so much, Asha.